Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Well, bloody the Sandville finals got underway in uh, Glenelg in the elimination final this year after being up certainly in the top two in recent years. But it uh, wasn't a bad game. A bit of a struggle early. It was. Yeah, they... Um it was actually good, actually, just from a Sanford weekend to have some footy and you could sit down and watch both the games. It was good, actually. Yeah, and I thought one of the better players, too, on the ground was Glenelg uh, forward slash ruckman, if you like, Liam McBean, and he joins us now. Liam, thanks for your time, and nice to get that one out of the way, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. It was, um, yeah, certainly a finals-type game yesterday. It was a bit of a, um, a slog at points and a highly contested game, but, um, yeah, really really proud the way we stuck at it and, and really nice to get the win. They say you've got the had the better forward line. When you go into a game playing against Sturt, you're expecting a really uh, tight contest, a lot of defence, uh, the way they play? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we sort of, uh, I guess, we always have a plan going in for each individual team and um, their back line are quite good at, um, at dropping off and supporting each other in the air. So um, I suppose we had a bit of a clear focus offensively to try to draw them out a little bit. But um, like you touched on, I think when you come up against Sturt, you expect it to really be won or lost in the midfield. And um, sure enough, I feel like it really it was sort of yesterday. Yeah, now, Liam, uh, like a three-time Ken Farmer medal winner, so you've been a, a goal kicker. Uh, they're not easy to win those things, mate. You, you know, they, they don't give them away. Um, now you find yourself rucking. Have you enjoyed the change or the, the majority of the change? Yeah, I've actually really thrived. Um, I've played a bit more ruck coming into the back half of this season and um, we've had a, a few different ruckmen come through that position and I think as of recent times, uh, I've sort of gone in there late in games to sort of help us get a bit of ascendancy and um, it felt like this weekend coming into the game, it was a good opportunity to just to give me a run through there. And um, I played, you know, mostly key forwards the last eight to ten years of my career. So for me, it's a it's a nice change up to be up around the footy a little bit more, and it gives opportunities to guys like Lockie Hosey and Luke Reynolds and Riley Holder in our forward line to take a bit more control and, and probably get a few more looks at goal as well. So um, yeah, I feel like it's it's worked as a bit of a positive, and and for me, I'm really enjoying it. Actually, I mean, Sturt had the wind early. I mean, it was a bit hard. Occasionally, uh, someone kicked against the wind and they seemed to kick at 45 or 50. It was, sounded like it fluky, but, gee, there was an important goal that you kicked just before quarter time. You were desperate for another goal at the time, weren't you? And it was a great kick from yourself. Outside 50, they reckon nearly 68,000 metres or something. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, when I um, when I put when I tried to drop the ball on my foot, I was worried about the wind sort of pushing it across and always missing it. But um, yeah, I was, I was very grateful that uh, Corey Lyons decided to to look for me running past him at that fifty metre mark. And um, for sure, I think Cooper Horsley kicked the goal just before I did, and we sort of put two in a row on the board against the breeze, which I think coming into quarter time, you're sort of going against that, certainly gives you a bit of momentum to take. Um, you know, I guess having the breeze the next quarter. So um, yeah, it was it was a fantastic result for us to sort of go into that, you know, I guess that quarter time break, knowing that we had a little bit of momentum. Yeah, I thought Cooper's goal was a beauty too. Hey, uh, Liam, looking back at Glenelg Premiership side, how many players have you got from that side? We look at all the teams and it's been unbelievable changes, list changes. I think Nord had 18 over there, their summer. Um, 
how many do you reckon you'd have in the, the plate in that premiership? Oh, I'm actually just trying to do a count in my head as you're asking that question, but I reckon there's probably, uh, I'd say there'd be probably six or seven of us yeah, that yeah. are remaining. And um, there'd be Andrew Bradley, myself, Maddie Snook, um, Max Proud, um, Luke Reynolds, uh, Darcy Bailey, I think, as well. So, um, yeah, we, we've got a few that are still remaining. So we've got a good core group, and there's obviously um, a few other experienced players that have joined us over the coming years. But, yeah, I mean, the, the sample certainly has had a big turnover in um, talent over the last two or three years, given the pandemic and obviously you know, changes to the salary cap have probably impacted that as well. But uh, we've been really fortunate we've kept a really good core nucleus together and, and there's good leadership across all lines. I think Brad Close played in that one. Have you been surprised how well he's gone with Geelong? He's been an outstanding year, young fella. Yeah, I mean, look, I'll be completely honest. I think that his, his work rate and, and the ability to sort of cover ground was, you know, I think that was always going to hold him in good stead to to get to AFL level and get to contest. I think the ability for him to have spent probably a bit of time in the gym and getting his body stronger and then still being able to maintain that running power, I think has really enabled him to transition into the AFL really well. And yeah, he's having some sort of season this year. I think the, the small forward brigade at, um, at Geelong at the moment, you throw in Tyson Stengel, who yeah. he played against, who was playing for Woodville last year. They've got a really good mix at the moment. So um, yeah, they look like they're all playing in sync. So very proud of what Brad's been able to do and hopefully uh, he goes really well in the final series. Liam, I, I, I... I probably knew this, but uh, Sturt had lost to you in the last seven games against the Bays. So did Brett Hand use that at all in the build-up of the game? No, not at all. I think what we really learned is that, um, particularly after last season, we went we went 17-1 and one, rolling into the finals. And I think there was a huge amount of expectation that, you know, in-season form carries into finals. But uh, what we certainly learned last year was the finals is certainly another season. It's a whole different ball game, And... Um, we didn't use that as sort of fuel and motivation really across the week at all. We knew that the Sturt were coming in um, off a really good form game against North Adelaide, who obviously ended up on top of the ladder and, and they had a win coming into the final series. So um, we knew that they would have, you know, would have to counteract some of the things that probably didn't work against us during the year. And um, I suppose it was yeah, more of an arm wrestle, I guess, early to work out what team was going to try to build what ascendancy early. Um, and then, yeah, we just tried to, I guess, nullify what we thought their key criteria area was and try to win the hardball and win the contested ball. Did you guys stay back and watch the second game? Adelaide were outstanding. I mean, they they absolutely smashed uh, Nord. One of your old uh, boys, too, Brett Turner, played really well. Did you, have you seen the game yet, or you look at it during the week? We we did watch. So we were watching it in the um, the rooms afterwards when we finished up the game, and then we actually ended up going back to the footy club to celebrate Andrew Bradley's 200th yeah, game and have a yeah. few quiet drinks there, and the footy was on. And, um, yeah, I'm obviously incredibly happy for Brett. Brett's one of my really close friends, and, um, for him to, to play like he did yesterday and obviously Crows had a really strong performance as well so um, yeah they're going to be a, a tough outfit to beat and yeah, we'll obviously we'll review that game in a bit more depth this week obviously having Nord on the Sunday so um, yeah really looking forward to that Must be mixed feelings I mean he's one of your, your really good players you said a good friend and he goes across to the Crows hasn't uh, played AFL yet and yet he play, has to play for the Crows in the finals it's a bit of a silly system but that's the way it is yeah, I mean, look, the, the mid-season draft, for, from a player's perspective, we understand that it's an opportunity for, for guys to get drafted who are putting their hand up in the middle of the season and for guys to realise that childhood dream. And Brett obviously grew up in Adelaide going for the Crows. Um, that came to fruition for him, which we're so excited about from a, an individual perspective. Like, I couldn't have been happier and, and proud of him. I remember having a conversation with him at the end of last year where he just wanted to, to have any sort of recognition that he was that he was good enough to play at that level. So to be picked up, um, to come from relatively nowhere, really to get picked up by the Crows is an amazing effort. And for us, it, it was obviously a really hard 
thing for, for us to move on from because he was one of our premier midfielders. But um, with that comes opportunity. We've been able to blood some really, really good young kids who have come through that midfield group now that might not have got as much significant time if Brett was still playing. So um, I think there's pros and cons to every situation. But ultimately, just want him to be able to succeed at the highest level and, and us for, to be able to try to fill that void that he's left. Uh, very well said, Liam. I, I mean, yeah, it's it's tough. It is really tough on the Sandville clubs, but you can't decry a young fella. I, I really enjoyed what you said then. Hey, Matty Allen, gee, just sticky hands. He, he played a wonderful game. He's he's one of our. Um, I'd say he's probably our barometer of our side, really, Matty Allen. He's um, obviously a great size. He can run all day. He's got an amazing aerobic capacity. Um, and he's also, you know, for his size as well, he's able to play tall and he can play small because of that. Um, running ability that I said and, and yesterday getting up and around the ground and inside forward 50 and taking marks it just adds a whole new dimension to our to our side and obviously with me going into the ruck a little bit more we, we sort of lack as much height down there so to have him floating through and um, he kicked a really really important goal late in that game um, which I think really helped to sort of steady the ship a little bit late um, so yeah for me he played an amazing game yesterday now you look at Norwood, um, you have Boyd and Sermon, I'd imagine, as as the rucks. And when you go forward, does does Hurd stand you, Liam? Um, he, he played an outstanding game. I haven't seen much of him, but I thought he was outstanding for the Red Legs yesterday. Yeah, from what I saw, Hurd was um, certainly first half as well. He was sort of repelling everything that Adelaide was throwing down there. But um, generally speaking, I'll usually get Cam Ball. Um, I, I did get Donnelly at the start of the year as well. It's a bit of a mix. Um, so I guess, you know, going into this week, if I'm still playing as a, as a first ruck. I'll, I'll mostly attend to uh, or try to attend to Harry Boyd and, and Luke Sermon as well, those big boys in there. But yeah. um, I'd imagine Herb would probably go to someone like Luke Reynolds who, who covers a fair bit of territory and is a good lead-up forward. Just the program for the week. Um, when do you, when do you, what nights do you train? When do you train? How often are you going to train? So, yeah, so we, we roll into it um, tomorrow night. We'll have a session. So we'll do a bit of a recovery session in terms of some you know light touch and um, jump in the ice bath, have a bit of a review meeting and look over the, the weekend's game and then um, have a plan in place for the next session, which will be Thursday. We'll have our main session. Um, and then from there, it'll be a Saturday morning captain's run. We'll just sort of have a bit of a kick and a catch and get the legs moving and, and build into the Sunday game. Was, was there any injuries? I, I, I can't remember too many coming off. I was just trying to think late, David. Can you, th- you don't know of any, Liam? No, we, we had yeah. no injuries on our yeah. front. I think we're pretty healthy and um, it'll be an interesting week. We've got, Obviously, one of our premier ball winners and, and players in Luke Partington, who injured himself at Norwood a few weeks ago prior to the final series. And um, we're hoping that, provided he gets the all clear from the medical staff, that he may be one to put his hand up and play and come back into our side this week. So um, in terms of our list, we're, we're, we're pretty healthy at this stage, but we're hoping to get healthier. Just before you go, Liam, uh, Cooper Horston, we mentioned he kicked mm. that first snap goal. They call, <laughs> nicknamed Baby Hodgie in the... He had a few of Kim Hodgman's uh, tricks. Has he really come on? Only 16 games, but you've seen the massive improvement there? I think uh, I think there's a few of our players that have got a bit of a man crush on Cooper Horsen. He's a fantastic <laughs> ball user. He's um, he's one of the kids that's really... He's come through the reserves program. He's worked really, really hard. And I think for a guy that's you know pretty lightly built, um, he's incredibly tough over the football. And as you saw yesterday, he's got some really silky skills that we always knew he had. But I think his ability to improve that contested side of his game... and I dare say that since he came into the side this season um, as a senior footballer, he, he hasn't really looked back. And I dare say Brett Ham wouldn't have taken his banged it off the board. So we've been really impressed with what he's done so far. And it was fantastic to see him and some of our other young players really stand up under some finals like pressure yesterday. Well, you've been impressive too, Liam. Good luck this week against the Redlegs. 
Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.